Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. your boy DJ Buzzy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 75. I would like to welcome Simba to the podcast. I appreciate you, Queen, for taking the time out to speak to me. Um, I've been seeing you moving and shaking, you know. Um, I've been seeing you saluting the brothers. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Am yeah. I my brother's keeper? Absolutely. What's up? What's going on? So, <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot going on. Obviously, we all know. If you know, if you haven't been paying attention, you've basically been under a rock. So I, I want to start off with that first, obviously. Um, as you being a black queen and you looking at what's been going on right now, what is your thoughts? And do you think that we're making progress better than we ever did from previous Trayvon Martin, Sandra Bland? Do you feel like we're making more progress than we ever did before? Uh, well, I live in New York, so I feel like I'm in the middle of the side, you know, the side middle of it all mm-hmm. um and um i don't like to jump to conclusions to say that we reach somewhere i want to like 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 i prefer for us to reach there b- before we start patting people on the back like right. nobody deserves a hug or a pat in the back at this point still mm-hmm. right still waiting right. um do i see things happening more than ever absolutely okay um what I see most uh, prevalent is the the um, the participation of white folk. Okay. Yeah, I never um, seen. This is the most allies I've seen come to the table. I mean, even down to seeing some of the signs that they're you know they're seeing on their absolutely. signs. It's like wow, I can't believe that they wrote that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, well, I live in Brooklyn, but I live in a white part of Brooklyn, Park Slope. But okay. it's also the assembly place for most of the uh, protesters, which okay. is near the Barclay Center. Okay. Um, so every single day I see it. And okay. um, white people, play your part. You're not going to get a thank you yet, though. Right. Because I need you guys to keep doing what you need to do. Because, because in this game of chess, you will be the queen, but I will be the person moving the pawn. Right. So, um, so do what you need to do. Continue mm-hmm. to do what you're doing. Right. Um, thank God for social media and what social media has done in yep. my eyes right. is it has put a magnifying glass on right. something that has been happening for centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like these people who are present now that have never been present in the past, mm-hmm. um, are those who are being subject to seeing things in full length, not mm. just, Oh, he died. Oh right. yeah. He must've done something or right. seen a previous picture of him and he might have braids and a white tee. So he might fit the description of someone who might be, um, mm-hmm. a bad person or, right. or, or not cooperating. Mm-hmm. Now they're seeing things from the beginning to the end, and it just don't make no sense. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody should be subject to that. Right. So Absolutely. I feel like that's why they're present because they're like, we heard this one, we heard that one, but now, and then not only that, but it's happening so often. Mm-hmm. The recordings of this is happening on such a regular basis that even them now, like there's a bell ringing in their ears. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is right. what's happening. And guess what? White, white privilege does exist. Mm-hmm. And, and let me do what I feel like I can do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do think that the white privilege bell is starting to come off. And they're starting to see that what we endured for so many years. And, you know, I really, I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go as far as say appreciate because to me, until they are convicted of what they did, then that's when I'm going to say that we are in changing times. But until then, that's not what I'm going to say because we've been down this road before with Trayvon Martin. We've been down this road before with Sandra Bland, X, Y, and Z. So until they're actually convicted, I can't automatically say that we are in a different space. I would yeah. say I've never seen as many white allies. I will say that, but that's right. where I want to go. In, and in addition to that, we don't know that we've reached where we need to reach until we can go a whole year where a black man or woman does mm-hmm. not die in the hands of a police officer. Right. That's when we know we reach somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right now, it might be cool for a week, two weeks. No. Right. I want years. That's right. what I want to see. So no one gets a pat in the back right now. Like, we in straight militia mode. What's up? Exactly. <laughs> fight the power. Like my Period. Man, like my man Chuck D said, fight the power. Like, listen. Fight the power, for real. Mm-hmm. For real. Right. So let's go. Let's talk about you a little bit. You you are a Trinidadian, obviously, African, obviously. Um, I want you to take me into that space because, you know, I you know, even as a DJ, I know that Afrobeats and Sosa and all this music has became very popular over the years. But it seems like it's transcending to another level. And we got, you know, rap artists even trying it. So I want you to take me back to, you know, the beginning for you, you know, Trinidad and just seeing the Afro beats and everything come to light and be more popular under the hip hop, hip hop rim. How do you feel about that? Okay. So growing up in Brooklyn, New York, born and raised mm-hmm. parents who are Trinidadian, both born in Trinidad, mm-hmm. um, but being very Umgawa black power, like anywhere my mom and dad went, they were the mom and dad from coming to America, period. Right. Like, right. Like, can you guys not embarrass me today in school? Like, come on, hello. <laughs> but as I got older, there was right. a great appreciation for all that I went through. Because, mm-hmm. you know, being a dark-skinned girl in right. Brooklyn with an African name mm-hmm. and very African parents can, right. put, can make you subject to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, my parents put us in schools um at maybe the most um um influential times in our lives where okay there were people who looked just like us and had african names so when mm. i came home and was teased by my neighbors i just thought he was a coon i'm like oh <laughs> you're a coon wow <laughs> you're a coon because i'm a queen so i right. don't really understand right. <laughs> you know rest yeah. that shoulder off next right um and having a dad who complimented my skin tone. When I tell you every single morning, I thought he was crazy. Mm-hmm. I thought my dad was crazy. I because he said something to you every morning? This is what would happen. My mom would wake me up first because I'm the youngest. Okay. Right. And I would run into my dad's, I would run into my mom and dad's room and get on the cover with my dad and try to like squeeze up. 
Oh, ooh. Oops. Okay, out. I'm gonna I'm gonna put do not disturb so that I don't get disturbed. Let me do that real quick. Okay. They will be disturbing. Okay. Yeah, my shit lit. I ain't gonna lie. My <laughs> shit lit. My shit lit. She yeah, said they will be disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um. So yes. Yeah, so I would. So I would go up under my dad and try to get extra fifteen minutes of sleep. Mm-hmm. I did it every single morning. My mom knew, but in my head, I was right. a scammer. I was like swiping, like ah, ah, I got her. She don't even know I'm getting this extra fifteen minutes. <laughs> and 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 as I got off the bed, he would say mm-hmm. every single morning, "You are beautiful," and he would kiss me from my elbow to my wrist and say you are beautiful and i was like you're crazy i gotta go Mm -hmm. but what that instilled with me instilled in me is the same thing that i carry every day like i walk in a room beyonce go have a seat (laughs) because i'm here what's up what's up where's the boss where's obama michelle i know go get us some water yeah thank you Mm -hmm. period so um so I must publicly thank my parents mm-hmm. for, for, and at that time I was born, oh, we're not going to talk about, I'm 20, I'm, I'm 20 today. So don't ask me how old I am. But at that time, it was today? a, tra- yes, today, tomorrow might be 18. Don't do that. Okay? okay. So at that time, my dad was subject to a lot of scrutiny because, mm-hmm. because to be black and proud wasn't necessarily the most proudest thing to do in that day, if that makes yeah, any sense. That makes and sense. and if you weren't amongst people who were like you, you were you were you were objectified, you were looked up like you were looked down upon. You were not necessarily the man of the hour at mm. that time. Okay. But in retrospect, if I look at all my cousins now who used to be like your dad this, your dad that they all have children who have African names. They all trying to subscribe to the no white flour, no no mm-hmm. white sugar regimen, the right. eating green, like mm-hmm. all the things that my dad was about that when I was younger, I was mad at. Like, why am I now getting McDonald's in high school? Like, can I eat a happy meal? Like, I want to be happy. Right. <laughs> but now I understand what he was doing. Right. And I appreciate it. And you know, I need to call him because we're not talking right now. And I need to call him because I just need to let him know that and let him know that I'm going to stop him. Y'all got some issues that's going on. Yes, because I walk. Okay. So my dad, my parents were not on social media. My dad moved to Trinidad and he got on social media Mm -hmm. and he didn't know that I was in. He didn't know that I was an international sensation. He had no idea. Mm. So carnival goes comes around. I'm wearing next to nothing like I usually do, but just like everybody else, I'm just shaped differently. Mm-hmm. And he's getting videos upon videos upon videos of me from his friends, from people mm. who are with the shits, from people who are not with the shits. And now most people grow mm-hmm. like this from their parents. You know, you, you grow older and then it's like this. That didn't happen with me. Right. We didn't have that. We had right. this. Then it went like this, and then it went back. Mm. So when my dad moved to Trinidad, he would come to New York every six months and stay for thirty days. Mm-hmm. Stay at my place, right. and this was this happened for maybe seven years in a row until mm-hmm. he saw the carnival stuff. So okay. to spend thirty consecutive days with your dad in a studio apartment, mm. I felt like we were together for like. 
three years every time he came out. <laughs> but the but but the thing about my dad is mm. he stimulated mental. I would say growth, for lack of a better word. Okay. When, because because he's so smart. He's always like speaking about something and enlightening me and teaching mm-hmm. me things. So so yeah. that month was just like, you know, that shot of uh, ginger that you take in the morning. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. So, right. so during that time, mm-hmm. you could ask me a question and my dad will be able to answer it for you on my behalf. Mm. But the problem was... Mm-hmm. When you're getting videos of your daughter with a fat ass shaking that shit, because my shit, sh- when I say my shit shake, it shake different, okay? <laughs> and people are like, is this uh, your daughter? Is this your daughter? Right. Now, on one side of his head, I know he's thinking, yeah, that's my daughter. She lives on the other up. side. He like, but no, the this other not my side daughter. Is like, nah, this is not my daughter. But right. fuck out of here. Let me tell you something right here, right now. Can't nobody tell me nothing about nobody that I fuck with. Right. Okay, period. Mm-hmm. Jesus can call me right now. I'm like, Jesus, baby father, what's up? He's like, yo, yo, son, what's up? Yeah, something wrong with Chantel. I'm like, nah, Jesus, you fucked up. Nah, nah, hit me later. Fix that up because I know what I know. Period. Call me later. <laughs> so if my father didn't get the Jesus call about me, then guess right. what? You need a little bit of time away from me because those who can't appreciate what I bring to the table, Guess what? I'm going to give you time to realize the loss and give you the opportunity to step up or fall mm-hmm. the fuck back. Now, this is right. my father. So I'm not going to take it all the way that way. Mm-hmm. But I do need to thank him for, for being who he is because he who he is is definitely made me who I am today. And whether he appreciates or not, he needs to get the thank you because recently a cousin of mine passed away. And when I tell you, she is like one of the pillars of perfection that was like in my head. I wanted to mirror her as a kid and I never got the opportunity to tell her that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to let this little Ray Ray happen. Nah, I'm about to, after this call, I'm about to, after this call, I'm going to call my dad and be like, listen, you mad? I don't care if you mad, period. Like right. when you needed that 20, when you needed that 20K three times, guess what? Right. It was that bombshell that was able to do that for you. So okay. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Fix it up. Next time I come, just make sure I'm still on the wheel because <laughs> bitch, I need a coin. Don't fucking bail me. But yeah, I love him. That's deep. <laughs> so I want to ask you about bringing, I want to stick back with your dad because there's a lot of different things to unpack with that. So do you feel like your father saved you from the consistency of being um, heartbroken because I feel like a lot of times when young girls grow up with their dad, they look for love in the wrong places. Do you feel like your dad saved you from heartache or do you feel like you are more aware of men that's out to get you because of your dad? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. My dad and my mom broke up when I was in, when I was just about to go to junior high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not have sex until college. So during those years, I wasn't doing nothing. So there was no heartache, breakup. There was no, I didn't have right. no little boyfriend. Like I wasn't about that life. Like I was just chilling in school, run, running the whole shit, doing fucking, you know, walkouts. I was, right. I was like, crazy. I was crazy. Trust me. Anybody that knows me, they were like, yeah, that bitch is crazy. Um, so I didn't have those issues. Like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Oh, my boyfriend doesn't like me. 
girl, bye. I'm not thinking about no boys. Okay. I used to sell sour powers in high school. I used to make at least $120 a day. I didn't give a shit about no boy because I needed, because right. all I needed was in my pocket. I didn't need right. no boy. And I was whack. I was whack. Like I was whack.com. Not whack as mm-hmm. like, like I always hung with the people who are older than me. They were developed. They were beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm there just sucking it all in because I know my time is going to come. Right. And I was here and all those bitches are whack.net. I ain't going to lie. And some of these bitches are going to see it. But y'all know. Y'all know. Right. Come on, LaGuardia High School. The bitches that were popping, all you right. bitches are whack. Period. Except Nicki Minaj. <laughs> that bitch is living. What's up? But yeah. Oh, so hold, hold, hold up. Backtrack. So you went to high school with Nicki Minaj? Yeah. She was my friend. Now she don't talk to me. For something mad retarded. Like, bitch. Bye. That's I'm supposed to be riding that coattail, bitch. Are you dying? All right, so I'm glad you said that <laughs> because this was always my premise from the outside looking in. And I've been a fan of hip-hop and been studying the culture since 1987. And I always felt like, to a certain extent, not to say that she doesn't have no type of style, not to say that she doesn't have bars, not to say she's not talented, but I always felt like Nicki Minaj studied Little Kim to a T and kind of like took her style but took it to the next level. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I think it was a merge of two things because, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, Kim is the fucking queen of queen of hearts, the queen of fucking spades, the queen of fucking clubs. She's the queen of everything. But I think Nikki was a fusion of, mm-hmm. of the queen mm-hmm. and LaGuardia high school. I know this sounds crazy, but only those who went to that school can understand that that school makes you into a crazy ass motherfucker. So okay. all those like wigs and all that crazy shit and all that animation that mm-hmm. came from school. Absolutely. That shit right. came from there. Right. So, so when she came out and she was doing all those things, I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, yeah, that's normal. That's us because it was a, it was a performing arts school. You were able to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And there were people from all nationalities and you were literally able to be yourself and make mm-hmm. yourself into who you wanted to make yourself into. Right. So all of those voices and all those characters, she'd been doing that. She'd been mm. doing that. Yeah, she'd been doing that. But when was when did your relationship fall apart? What do you think that kind of like took your relationship? And no, um, was it you know the what? same? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, in my last year of high school, I only had like two classes. Okay. I was skating on these bitches. Um, and, <laughs> and, and we had this, like, we had this party in 11th grade. It was funny as fuck, yeah. And when we did this party, it was the summer after 11th grade. And uh-huh. everybody involved in this party who was in our inner circle, mm-hmm. like, fell out. Okay. And everybody wanted me to take a side. And I'm like, I'm not taking no sides, bitch. I took the coin that we made from this party. I'm good. Like, all y'all with this friend thing, who did this, who did that? Bitch, we made a coin. The party was lit. We had over 500 people. Like, it was crazy. It was in Brooklyn. You know, I was I was good. These bitches thinking about alliances, aliens. Shut up, bitch. Let's go get this coin and flip it. Like, what are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about? Like, I have no idea what you bitches are talking about. So anyway, so uh-huh. from then, so, so from then, and the fact that I wasn't there as much, my right. relationship with everyone dwindled. After okay. that, people went away to school. And you know what happens after high school. You become a whole different person. And that was that. Um, and that was that. But then just, I just had word and wind that 
I wasn't to be around. And I'm sure it's because I'm a bad bitch. That's what happens. Nobody ever wants a bad bitch around. Mm. And that and that always comes down to the cattiness or to the I think she's better or she thinks I'm you know what I'm saying? It yeah. always comes down yeah. to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm listen, listen. The only thing I regret is maybe I should have waited to be up because let me tell you something. I don't know. All of and all the girls who she hang with are still they are the same girls that, that I went to school with who none of them talked to me either. <laughs> only a few. She still um, hang with her high school team? Her high school? Yeah, team? absolutely. 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 Damn. Yeah, yeah. No all the same friends, girls. Huh? Timby. No Timby, uh, Justine, Nia, right. yeah, they're all from high school. Right. Um, but actually, I speak to all of them except like the main one, the main, main one, which, you know, because they're really close. Mm-hmm. If your best friend ain't talking to somebody, you ain't talking to her either. Right. Shit. That's true. Not me. Fuck that shit. So you when know, she was going through her beef with Remy Ma and Remy Ma Dister and then Cardi B situation at the Met Gala, what was your thoughts as a as a previous friend? Like, like, what did you think of all that? Did you think it was good? Did you think? I don't hold history for current events. Right. Nobody got time for that. Especially when it comes to things like that. Like, you grow, you mature. This right. is not, like, we're not talking about slavery. We're talking about my friend. Like, come right. on. So, um, um, I feel like, I feel like women in general, we have a very competitive nature. Okay. And um the the historian, mm-hmm. which you would say Nikki is, right. The the historian always wants to be accredited, period. Right. Which you should. Right. Um but I think that sometimes the historian also doesn't want to take the crown and pass it over to someone else. And I think that that's just what it was. Okay. Like like, like, oh, I have to share this space now. Nah, I really like that shit. And, and this bitch ain't even really popping. Right. Because when Cardi first came out, the bitch wasn't popping. Right. Like, so I have to share space with somebody who's not even on my level? Nah, fuck out of here. All you bitches could kiss. All you bitches could kiss my ass. What's up? Mm-hmm. And then Remy, oh, that's another, oh, we're not even going. <laughs> Why should he say? We can't even go there. Yeah, why though? <laughs> But no, 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 as a matter of fact, let's go there. So Remy and I have a back and forth. If she would have never got booked, she would have went far. That's just my personal opinion. I feel like Remy could have went to that next level if she didn't get into trouble. That's just my She could have went further, but I don't think she would have been on Nikki's level. You know, there's there's systemic oppression in everything. And... Mm, That's deep. And even in music. You know what I mean? Like... There's systemic oppression and Remy would have just been subject to that. So don't, so don't get it fucked up that because she they, went to, right. They wouldn't have gave her her just do. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What'd you say now? I don't think they would have gave Remy my her just do because of her skin. That's just like somebody like yeah. you. If you yeah. try to rap, you know, it's mostly all the female rappers that made it big are not dark complected. The only one that made it big that's dark complected is Missy Elliott. Outside of that, who you got? You let me know. Yeah, but 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 talent has to be at a hundred before you can say that somebody didn't get the credit they deserved. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so Missy Elliott made it to where she was because she was the best at what she did. 
That's true. That doesn't mean that she probably couldn't have even been bigger. Right. But that's not, you got to give Jack his jacket. So you can't just be like, oh, she docks and she didn't make it. Was she given a hundred? Was she a hundred kind of talent? I mean, lyrically she was. I don't know about everything else that come with her, but Remy Lake got lyrics. Yeah, but you know what? I think she was, I think, I think, and, and, and I feel like a lot of women are understanding this right now. There has to be a likability factor. Yeah. And being hood is one thing, mm-hmm. but being hood and being um, a household product is another thing. Right. I if you're putting it out, nigga. They, I feel like Remy not marketable enough. Like, yeah, because like only certain women can relate to Remy Ma, whereas exactly. everybody can relate to her. Exactly my point. Right. Not only that, but you got to women in general, they have to have a certain look. Mm-hmm. And Remy, she just ain't have it. Period. Like, niggas want to see curves and ass. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's still a sexually exploited market. Mm-hmm. So if you're not coming with the baggage, right. but you're not getting on a flight. Period. That's true. I agree with that. Totally agree with that. That's yeah. deep, Simba. That's deep. But listen, Simba, we're going to finish part two on IG Live. That's when we're going to get to the shits. Cause oh, I my God. Me. Listen, why are you going to... You see, this is why people call me bipolar, because I have this side and then I have the next side. They not ready for the... Oh, my God. Don't judge me. They not me. ready, Simba. That's, don't that's judge the me. side that... Don't judge me. <laughs> that's the side that... Don't judge me. Simba. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. Are you dumb? Oh, yeah. Yo, <laughs> Trinidadian women don't give a fuck. That shit crazy. I never, yeah. I never see. I'm not for. I'm more familiar with Latino women because I'm half Puerto Rican. So I don't know about Trinidadian women, Jamaica. Like all that shit is all new to me. Like it's not, it's not as prevalent as that in Philly. Like New York is a melting pot, yeah, so you never yeah. know what you're going to get. But Philly don't got all that. We don't. Yeah, got that, so. yeah, yeah. We, we, we definitely different thing for real, for real. Yeah, y'all with the shits, most especially definitely. me because I'm so well traveled and I. I'm a real don't give a fuck kind of bitch. Right. That it's just on a whole nother level. But mm-hmm. fuck it, judge me. I don't give a fuck. Just make sure you subscribe to my OnlyFans as you're judging me. I'm judging <laughs> her OnlyFans.com, bitch. Yeah. Anyway, are you ready to go? Because these people are waiting for me online. I already told them. They're like, yo, what's up? I'm like, I'm Oh, coming. yeah, yeah. Most definitely. We're going we gonna to get it popping. I'm going to pour another drink. And uh, I'm going to text you, and we going to do our thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> good. See you soon. Simba, yo, Simba, look at it. She, she got her hair. She, he like, yo, Go get that throat wet. Go get that throat wet. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> I said, go get that throat wet. Oh, most definitely. Listen, I gotta, I gotta add more to this. It's not mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. You, you, you be, you be going ham. So I already, know, like. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take a shot and I don't drink, so you already know. I'm about to oh, go from, shit. You about to go from zero to 100 oh, real quick. All right, so this is Do for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 75. I appreciate Simba. we about to do part two on IG Live. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Make sure you keep it hip hop. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, DJ Bugsy 215 on SoundCloud. Keep it hip hop. Peace. <laughs>